Hey there, this is episode 38 of the Bounce 5 podcast, the 20 best money-saving life hacks. Welcome to the Balance 5 podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co-founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced 5 blog, because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. The journey to financial security can start with one little money-saving life hack, like saving $5 on your weekly grocery bill. Add new habits and new ways to save until frugality is just your lifestyle and saving money is second nature. Increasing the amount that you save means you will have more money for debt payoff, saving for big goals, or investing in retirement. It means that you will rely on debt less, or not at all if you're lucky, in the future. What is the trick to saving money? The number one money-saving life hack is spending intentionally. I know that's probably not the easy do this type of advice you were expecting, but it's true. Whenever you spend money, try to do so with intention. Even routine grocery runs require thought and planning to help you stay on budget. There are many ways to be intentional with your money, but it all starts with making a decision to change. It's often uncomfortable at first, but getting well acquainted with your finances will let you make better decisions. There are so many little ways to save money every day, but you need to have the intention to actually see those opportunities. Living frugally isn't just about money-saving life hacks. Rather, it is a way of life. When you become proficient at it, you don't need lists of ideas. You'll just know how to save money because you've been spending with intention all along. What's the 30-day rule with money? The 30-day rule when it comes to money is simple in theory, but pretty difficult in practice. Whenever you want to buy something that isn't a necessity, just wait 30 days to buy it. It's a very simple concept, but the implementation can be hard. If that purchase is something you really want or have been thinking about for a long time, waiting 30 days to buy it is going to be excruciating. This is when you need to tap into your motivation. Focus on your why. I know how hard it is to resist buying something you just really want, so I rely on a combination of willpower and my terrible memory. 98% of the time when I add something to a card online and resolve to wait 30 days to make the purchase, I completely forget about it. With everything else going on in my life, a $15 phone case or a $20 top, quickly falls off my mental radar when I'm not looking at it or thinking about it actively. Adding that item to your online cart gives you a little endorphin boost, but your wallet doesn't take the hit. Instead, you can let that potential purchase simmer for 30 days before deciding if you really need it. Sometimes websites will notice that you have abandoned your cart and they will send you an email with a discount code encouraging you to finish the purchase. Again, 
you'll continue to wait the 30 days. But if you decide to buy eventually, you may be able to save some money too. What is the $5 challenge? The $5 challenge is an even easier trick for saving money. Every time you get a $5 bill, save it. Take it out of your wallet and put it somewhere safe. At the end of the year, the month, or another predetermined time period, or when that jar gets full, count up your cash and use it towards your goal. Start the $5 challenge by deciding what you're going to use the money for. So the $5 challenge might be harder to follow during restrictive times like COVID. Um, I know when things were shut down, I wasn't spending cash nearly as often. Or it just might be that you don't spend cash even now that things are opening back up. Instead, you can feel free to transfer $5 to savings whenever you would have gotten a $5 bill and change. So if you buy something online for $15, you're probably likely to, you know, pay with a 20 if you were making that purchase in person. So buy your $15 item and then transfer that $5 to savings. How can I save $1,000 fast? First, uh, you should check out uh, my different post on making saving money fun. I will link to that in the show notes. And there's no guarantees that you'll save $1,000 with those methods, but a no-spend-month challenge is a money-saving life hack that takes you in the right direction. One way to save $1,000 fast is to cut big expenses. If you can afford to move, look at downsizing your living expenses. Moving to a more affordable area or just a more affordable home could save you more than $1,000 per month. I know that the housing market is kind of crazy right now, so this could definitely be one of the best ways to save money if you have that flexibility. Also, you could consider replacing an expensive-to-drive car with a cheaper one. Some brands require expensive specialty tools and premium gas, while a Honda gets you from place to place just the same. Cut daily expenses. If you've been spending wildly above your means, you probably have room to cut expenses in your budget. Slash eating out and grocery costs by meal planning and actually following that plan. I know it can be hard to cook every night after a long day, but it does help save money. Stop ordering drinks, appetizers, and desserts when you do go out. Work to reduce the fuel needed for your car, ride a bike, or use public transportation if it's available. There are ways to reduce those everyday expenses if you're paying attention. Sell debt-related things. To so look at what debt-bearing assets you have and sell them. I know this isn't an option for everyone, but getting rid of debt is a big help. Let's say you have a car with a $500 per month payment. Sell it to pay off the remaining loan and you've saved $1,000 in just two months. You'll save even more going forward. $500 a month added back to your budget is a huge increase. Sell other things. Saving $1,000 fast is going to be hard, but making $1,000 fast is a more achievable task. If that extra car is paid off, you could easily make $1,000 or more. Sell any other big ticket items that you have too. An RV, an ATV, a TV, a gaming system, other toys that you have but don't really need. I can almost guarantee that you have random junk lying around that one, you don't use or need, and two, 
can be sold for real money. Even if you're selling $10 and $20 items, it adds up. During hard times, every little bit helps. Yes, it takes time and effort, but a lot can be done online when you would have been sitting on the couch anyway. How can I save money with a low income? When you don't have a lot of money to waste, you have to get intentional. Pay attention to what you're spending on and make a plan for future budgeting or, you know, make a budget. You need to prioritize too. It's not always possible to cover the necessities and have any budget for fun and entertainment. I realize that's not fair and it makes life harder mentally, but you have to do what you need to do. It's also not always possible to pay off the debt you've accumulated on a limited income. There's no shame in filing for bankruptcy when that's the only way to start fresh and you've committed to changing your spending habits. The change is the big thing there. If you file for bankruptcy and spend like you did before, you're going to end up in the same spot. Mindset is a money-saving life hack. Find ways to change your mindset and make the journey fun. Challenge your partner, whether it's in life or just an accountability partner, to see who can make the most from side hustles each month. Spend your lunch hour doing mystery shops or answering paid surveys online. Make money in your downtime to help you reach your goals sooner. Focus on your motivation, the real reason you want to save money in the first place. Whether it's improving your daily life or being able to retire one day, cling to your why. Make a vision board or put a sticky note on your bathroom mirror. Monitor your progress with a visual tracker or a free website or app. Whatever it takes to keep you motivated and focused on your goal. Plan for the future. Living on an, a low income will always be a struggle and no one wants to struggle forever. Whether you reduce your living expenses by moving or increase your income through education and promotions, you need to do something. There is a correlation between poverty and mental illness, including depression and anxiety. Anyone who has worried about paying the bills knows that. There is no shame in it. It's just a fact of life. While you work to improve your financial situation, I would also encourage you to work on your mental health as well. I'm going to link in the show notes to I Can't Afford Mental Health Care, How to Find Good Care That Fits in Your Budget. It's a really helpful article. When you have low income, just do your best. You are entitled to happiness and respite, but try to find cheaper, free ways to go about those activities. When you want to pay off debt, but just don't know where to start, I've got your back. The Debt Payoff Planner is a free, downloadable guide that will walk you through three easy, actionable steps to create a customized debt payoff plan. You'll gather all of your debt information, Choose a payoff method that works for your life and create a plan that includes monthly payment amounts. Go to balancedfi.com slash debt payoff planner to download now. And now on to the 20 best money saving life hacks. We just covered some more generalized suggestions, but now I've got 20 really specific things for you. One, make a budget. <laughs> I know, I know, nobody likes to hear that word, but it does help. I like to call it a spending plan. It's a little more palatable. Luckily for you, I have an amazing course in progress right now 
Um, it is going to cover how to pay off debt, how to monitor your net worth, stuff like that. But one of the modules is focused on making a spending plan. And then I walk you through how to revise that spending plan as your life changes and you are focusing on your debt payoff. So if you are interested in that, it's not out quite yet, but if you go to balancedfi.com slash debt payoff planner, sign up for that debt payoff planner, even if you don't really want it, that'll get you on my email list and you will be one of the first people to find out about the course when it does launch. And once you have that budget, you need to follow it and track your expenses. And just so you know, the show notes for this episode are going to be full of links to articles and resources that kind of flesh out a lot of these details. But if you want to actually read the article that this podcast is based on, um, or you just want to have easier access to the links, you can go to balancedfi.com slash money hyphen saving hyphen life hyphen hacks backslash. I know it's a long title, but you could also just Google like balancedfi.com money saving life hacks and you'll find it. Um, that link's in the show notes too. So it is one place to go and get all of the links to all of the resources. Okay, number two, pay off your debt using a debt payoff plan. Number three, have budget meetings regularly. So whether you are in a relationship or not, I really encourage you to have an accountability partner and meet with that person regularly, whether it's weekly or monthly, about your budget and how it's changing and how you are doing as far as sticking to it. Number four, automate savings. Whether it's for retirement, an emergency fund, or other goals, getting that money out of your regular checking account helps you forget you could have spent it, and then your bills are covered too. Number five, drink more water. It's way cheaper than pretty much every other beverage, and it's good for you. Six, buy in bulk when you will use it all. Bulk purchases are almost always less per unit, but of course you need to pay attention to that because... They, the stores can be tricky about their pricing, but don't waste your money if it's not something that you'll use up. Like, yes, you save money on the initial purchase, but if you end up throwing out half of it, you're not really saving anything, are you? Seven, plan errands and trips to save on gas. And this is especially important right now. Uh, it's April of 2022 and gas prices are currently pretty high. Hopefully, this is as high as they'll get. Fingers crossed. Batch errands and map out your route to reduce mileage and save gas. And don't just go for drives. Eight, use power strips to save energy. So we have one for our TV that depends on a master device. So when the TV is off, the other appliances don't draw any electricity. And once the TV is turned on, everything else has power too. And that helps save money. You don't have that phantom I think it's phantom or vampire electricity waste. Nine, cook at home more and meal plan to eat more frugally and reduce food waste. Ten, learn to be content at home. Reading, gardening, baking, home repairs. Find a cheap hobby you can do at home. Eleven, eat out for less. On the rare occasion when you do eat out, order from the lunch or appetizer menu. 
eat a snack at home so you can order less, share an entree, don't order alcoholic drinks or desserts, and you'll save money. You could also sign up for email lists for your favorite restaurants. Just remember that you will be getting those tempting offers in your email, and you'll either need to ignore them, filter them out, or just develop really great willpower. So I actually find them annoying and unsubscribe after I get that first discount. 12. Make coffee at home and your other treats too. So buying nice coffee beans and a grinder is much cheaper than a daily latte. The $10 grinder that I bought um, eight or nine years ago now is still going strong. I dropped it and the little handle part that you push down to activate the grinding fell off, but it slides into the lid still, so I'm still using it. It still works. There are even super affordable espresso machines out there to make your own lattes at home. So if something like that is important to you, try and find a frugal way to do it at home. Lose your, oh, sorry, 13. Lose your brand loyalty. So many store brands are exactly the same as name brands. Some are even manufactured in the same plants. Of course, sometimes differences are noticeable, but often the quality, taste, and appearance are nearly identical. So, get over your brand loyalty. It'll save you a ton of money. 14. Find free or cheap activities and hobbies. And, I know it's going to be hard to hear, but limit the number of activities you and your children participate in. You can still do one sport a year instead of three or four, and you'll save money while still having fun. Delete your credit card information from the websites where you regularly shop. Oh, sorry, that was number 15. How likely are you to get up, walk to your wallet, and grab your credit card? That extra effort will save you from making mindless purchases. I think that's especially important um, to new moms especially if you have an infant or a little one who doesn't sleep a lot, get your credit card information off your phone so you're not making 2 a.m. purchases when you're up with the baby. I've been there, trust me. 16. Reduce your subscriptions. Cancel cable. Choose between Netflix and Hulu. Delete either Spotify or Pandora, or both. Reducing the monthly subscriptions that you have means that you spend less each month. And... Of those examples, there are, you probably have duplicate subscriptions out there. Choose one streaming service and one music service, or choose none. It's up to you. 17. Buy used. Look on Facebook Marketplace in thrift stores or in buy nothing groups for non-food purchases before heading out to a store. Used items are less expensive and it's better for the environment overall. 18. Embrace minimalism. Owning less means you're spending less. Fewer toys, fewer items of clothing, fewer knickknacks lying around, and less upkeep. 19. Ask questions when you want to buy something to help you stay mindful and on budget. Only buy what is necessary, useful, and needed. 20. Plan. This one is so important. Plan for big purchases, meal plan, buy kids clothing ahead of time when they're on sale, buy in bulk during sales. Knowing your habits and your needs will allow you to save money by shopping with a plan. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going, 
To recap, there are so many ways to save money, especially if you're willing to put in the time to first find them and then to implement them in your life. We are all busy and stressed, but if you don't have the money for convenience items, you have to find workarounds. So what should you do next? Choose one, just one of those 20 tips and make it a part of your life. Slowly add in others. For more inspiration, you can download the latest Money Makeover Calendar at bit.ly slash moneymakeovercalendar. And that is a free monthly calendar that I'm putting out during 2022 at least. We'll see if it goes any longer than that with a simple money-saving tip or action for every day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance Fi podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.